I'll I'll say this before we're starting right now, but I always have to delay like a little kind of buffer for like like five to ten seconds because LinkedIn delays for some reason and cuts it off in the beginning. So yeah, uh, sorry about that. Hey everyone, I am Jim Gast, and uh, this is No Law from Left Behind. I want to thank uh, thank you for joining us today. We're joined by Paul Unger of Affinity Consulting. Paul, how are you? Good, thank you, Jim. Very excited to have you. Very excited to have you. I want to apologize first. I know probably apologies are not necessary, um, but we canceled last week's show because of some personal personal issues with my wife. Everything's good. Thank you, everyone, for your concerns and your messages. I really feel you know. I really feel touched by that. I just needed to be at my wife's side. You know, everybody can understand, right, Paul? That's right. That's right. That, that's you, why you, we're here. You know, we're we're not here you know, on this planet for podcasts and live stream shows. I mean, we're here for each other and that's my wife, guys. So again, thanks a lot. Well, listen, Paul, I, I cannot say thank you enough for joining us. I know your time is incredibly valuable and we've got 30 minutes, uh, up to 30 minutes. So I want to get right down to it. If you mind, if I just kind of jump right in. Let's jump in. Let's go. Let's go. So, uh, Paul, Listen, we've known each other for a very long time. It has been a long time. Yeah. 20 years better, something like that, I think. Yeah, that's um, right. I know the history, right? But our audience doesn't know the history. So give us a little bit of background on yourself and Affinity Consulting, you know, and, and how we came to get where we're at today. That's a big one. Sorry. Well, <laughs> well gosh, where do I start? You know, um, I started out practicing in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, I've always had a love for technology and I've always had a love for law. And this was kind of the intersection of, of law and technology and my, my two loves. And I always thought, you know, if I didn't like doing the tech or if it didn't work out, I could go back and, and practice bankruptcy and personal injury. But I'm glad that I didn't, although I do, I do enjoy it. Um, but I, Jim, I think we met, uh, didn't we meet? Um, at an amicus attorney conference, it was it. It had to be an amicus one. So I was time slip certified first, right? Like that old program, right? And and I think I used to go to conferences for that, but I don't think we encountered each other until amicus. Yeah, I think it was maybe Toronto or a mm -hmm. or an amicus attorney um, training or or some yeah. sort. And boy, that, that was the that was the cat's meow, wasn't it? Like, do you remember the dinner? The were you at the dinner? Were you yeah. at the dinner at the Hockey Hall of Fame? That's right. That was an that was an amazing yeah. event. That yeah. was the best, and that's going way back. Toronto. Oh my, oh my gosh, Toronto, nineteen ninety nine or two thousand. Yeah, yeah. And then Time Matters and PC Law and all those things. Hot dogs, hot hot dogs, hot dogs. <laughs> so let me ask you, I mean, all the way back in the HMU and everyone, if you don't know what HMU stands for, it's Henley, March and Unger. Um, and I don't, I never met Henley. You never met Henley? No, no, or Baron. March. I'm sorry. March. I never met March. Yeah. <laughs> I know Baron. I'm not putting the last name together. Sorry. What an idiot. Um, March. Yeah. I never met March, you know, and then yeah. Debbie came on the scene, you know, what a, what a fantastic crew you've got there. Yeah, well, thanks, thanks. It's, yeah. uh, it's been a it's been a journey, and we uh, we just hit um, hundred mark with with employees. In, in the, the original days, it was just 
just three of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we really come a long way. It's been a huge journey. I remember. Do you, you guys consider yourself a legal tech company still? I mean, you do so much, right? Yeah, totally. I mean, that's our core market. Whether it's law firms or legal departments, 99.9% of our clients are law firms or legal departments. Um, you know, our, our client demographics changed a bit as we've grown. Um, and that, you know, that really goes to the, the lawyerist affinity merger that I know we're going to mm-hmm. talk about in a bit. Yeah. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, we, we, provide, we provide more than just technology solutions, though. Yeah. I mean, we do strategic consulting. Um, we're really, you know, we're more than just, you know, we're going to install Amicus Attorney um, at your site. We're, we, you know, we come in and we, we solve problems and we yeah. help with management and leadership development. And uh, my passion, you know, as, as time has evolved is time, time management. So um, there's a lot of technology that gets folded into that. But yeah, at the end of the day, we are a legal tech company. You know, um, I know <laughs> there's like, there's a whole slew of things that you do in those arenas. I know there's like, you know, um, partner, uh, partner retreat organization and presentation, you know, little, tell me a little bit more about some of the things that you're bringing to the table right now. Yeah. So, um, you know, independent of the, the traditional technology solutions like time billing and accounting and practice management, document management and document automation, kind of the four plus training and all of those things, as well as, you know, Microsoft, you know, core Microsoft, Adobe Acrobat type training. We, you know, we started probably 13 years ago going into firms and really looking at what they're doing. Um, Mostly back then as a technology, you know, from a, through a, technology lens. And that has evolved over time. And we've developed a lot of expertise and we've hired a lot of, a lot of people who, to where now we, you know, we'll go in and we'll take a look at management issues, mm-hmm. um, you know, financial planning, succession planning, leadership development. And then, um, you know, with a lot of the CLE programs and professional development programs that we do, that has evolved into doing a lot of firm retreats. So it's, you know, it's one of, it's one of my favorite things to do is, you know, go into a firm and spend the day or a weekend with them and, um, and look at what they're doing and help them with their strategic planning, you know, how they're, how they're going to grow in the, you know, the next 10 or 20 years and, and you're really solving problems that are more than technology. We, you know, we always have said, you know, people come to us with, as with you, I, I'm sure they come with you with a te- with a technology question or problem, and there's always a people problem, a process problem, and a technology problem. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we we've got it. We found look, let's just tackle all three, and that's kind of where we are. Yeah, you guys became experts, and 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 I'm gonna just put it out there. You know, we've always been competitors, right? But friendly competitors, very friendly competitors. And uh, we've always kind of taken it from a different approach. You guys have done a great job at managing that people and that process a- aspect of it, you know. Um, and, and we were more of the tech geared towards the tech, right? 
you know, you got to evaluate and help people with process, but you guys came a long way. And I think that's where, that's your bailiwick is process and, and people really, the technology is kind of, it was always there first, in my opinion, and correct me if I'm wrong. It was always there in the very beginning. Yeah. But I think you guys saw that, no, that, that the people and the processes are, are just as important, if not more important than the technologies that's being used. Yeah, you know, the, there's still a huge part of what we do that's that's software, right? Mm -hmm. But the hardware and the networking, we, you know, Jim, we had a we had a, a revelation. The light bulb went off. Yeah. Can't remember exactly what year it was, but it was, it was probably around you know 2010 ish. We thought we're going to let the splice nets of <laughs> the world do the 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 really hard the networking and the hardware um you know the microsoft 365 support as it came uh, came around so i you know there's overlap in what we do in so far as some of the software and maybe some training aspects but we've always viewed your company to be a wonderful company to partner with and to send to our clients to because we don't you know we didn't do it as well and we realized that we realized our core strengths and that's, you know, that's why we went that direction. Well, you know what? Uh, let, let's pull back the curtain a little bit and, and, you know, tell everyone, let everyone, I mean, we, we have had a relationship, a business relationship. We call on affinity for certain things. Let's get right to that actually. Um, so World Docs was recently acquired by NetDocs. That was a great segue, by the way. Yeah. And by the, and one more thing before I finish that, the splicing of the world were happy when you guys stopped doing the hardware and software. We were like, oh, this is good for us. Well, so, you did it better. <laughs> oh, thank you. You guys are fantastic. So um, so NetDocs bought World Docs, right? Wow, what a surprise. That was, uh, you know, maybe you were on the inside. I don't know. But um, but for someone that's a little bit more on the outside of that, that was um, that was using Affinity for World Docs, right? World, World Docs pro projects. I, it came as a surprise to me. And uh, I had known some customers that recently uh, went with World Docs instead of going with NetDocs. And then the news came out. So how do you feel about that? I mean, do you, did you know it was coming? Did you, do you have, you know, obviously nobody wants to put down NetDocs. They do a great job at what they do, but how do you feel about the little, that little bit of consolidation in that market space? Well, so, you know, um, we knew about it about a week before everybody else. Okay. Okay. Um, but it was a huge surprise to us too. And, you know, we know the leadership in both of those companies and mm -hmm. we talk to them regularly um, and they, boy, they kept that secret really well. Um, we, that, we were, we were surprised by that. It, and, you know, a, a bit of history, we, you know, with World Docs at one point, um, they, they were going to develop a cloud-based solution mm -hmm. and they went down that road and they decided to pull the plug. And we were really disappointed as, as honestly, I think the leadership of, of World Docs was disappointed as well, because we clearly saw the writing on the wall that if, if they were going to survive in the long term, um, they had to put together a real SaaS solution and not like a hybrid, the hybrid cloud solution that they have. And when they decided to pull the plug, my initial reaction was, NetDocs, please go buy them. 
mm-hmm. you know, because I love this company, Worldox, and you know, and we've been we've been sell us, selling it and servicing it for forever, um, and I couldn't imagine actually a better buyer than Net Documents. It would really solve all the problems because I always felt conflicted because of my relationship with Worldocs and I love the NetDocs people. Yeah. And you know, the, the, the thing that we decided to do very early on was just be blunt with both of them and say, listen, there are going to be situations where an on-prem solution is the right thing. And there's going to be plenty of other clients where the cloud solution is the right thing. And as time went on, you know, as you know, um, the cloud solution really was becoming the right thing for most people. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, we were, we were surprised by it. I was, I was glad that it happened, but when it did happen, um, we were like, oh my gosh, you know, now we have thousands of users out there that we have to convert and migrate mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and, and listen, like we, you know, we sold world Docs to a, a client, you know, maybe six months before, and now they're saying, well, why didn't you sell us NetDocs? Well, because we didn't know. And so, you know, some of that stuff gets kind of messy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, now we are working on the solutions to to work that all out, right? Yeah. But I couldn't imagine, you know, if if a WorldDocs customer came to us and said, we want something else, you know, NetDoc, NetDocuments was probably going to be the recommendation most of the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, and, and as a legal tech evangelist, right. And that's what I kind of put our cast in a category of, right. Yeah. We love legal tech. It's just so fun right now. There's so many options and, and, you know, in the last maybe like eight years, there've been so many players that have just come out in the SaaS environments that have changed the landscape. It used to be just on-premise applications and that was it, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it, it really, a lot of people don't understand how hard it is to stay agnostic, you know? It is, you know, and NetDocs was, uh, NetDocs, let's face it, 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 it in, in, with SaaS, they were the pioneer. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I remember I remember when NetDocs went into a, a, a pretty large firm in, in Columbus, and it was, it was probably one of NetDocuments' first large major firms in the country. And, and I talked to users there and they're like, Oh, it's slow. It's in a browser. And, you know, we thought there's no way these people are going to be able to survive. You know, this is, you know, this is 21, 22 years ago, somewhere around mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm, and they, and, and, and law firms like, there's no way I'm going to put my documents no. in the cloud. Mm-hmm. Who knows who has them? And, and uh, they they really paved the way, and at least in the legal tech world, they really paved the way, and they survived, um, and have done an, a magnificent job. They're not always the solution that, that no. you know we would recommend. There's iManage is a is a fantastic pro- product, mm-hmm. and now they have a true SaaS solution as well. Yeah. We love to see that competition. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it was a. It was a big eye-opening surprise for all of us. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know, and, and um, for me, I look at um, I look at NetDocs, and you know, I love NetDocs. I think it's fantastic. We've helped implement it for for firms, and it 
you just always have to let the customer just be candid. We have an on-premise solution. We have other, you know, other off-premise solutions, SaaS solutions, and just help them and guide them. And even in those, even in those categories, there were other solutions like NetDocs. I'm sorry, WorldDocs and iManage, right? You had those who were the two major players on-prem, you know, and then there's other solutions off-prem as well on as SaaS for, but you know, it, it, I, I, I'm in the same category as you. I always felt guilty, you know, and I think that consolidation helps us help our customers better. You know, the, it's almost like the less choices there are, maybe it's a little bit better, you know? Yeah. But I, you know, a couple thoughts on that first yeah. is there's a, there are a lot of document management mm-hmm. solutions of evol- just emerging. You know, Litify has developed DocRio, mm-hmm. which for a first-generation document management system is really amazing. I mean, it's incredibly mature, but it's built on the Salesforce platform. Oh, wow. And, yeah, that's and that, right. That's why, you know, you have um, a lot of companies like uh, Lex Workplace, mm-hmm. who is really being aggressive. And, and, and I, you know, I looked at their product just the other week, and I'm like, I'm amazed with how yeah. mature it is for as young as a product it is. So there yeah. are other solutions that are available. Um, but I don't know about you, Jim, but I like we still have some world docs clients and it's, it's not just some, it's a, it's a good handful oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. where on-prem is, you know, is kind of needed. Like they're in a place where they don't have, you know, it's hard to believe in 2023, they don't have good internet connectivity but some of them don't they're in you know they're in weird geographic locations where they really need on prem and yeah. so when world docs goes away and we no one knows that date yet there yeah. is an end of life that has been announced for world docs cloud mm. so that's going to be august of this yeah. year but there aren't you know there aren't that many world docs cloud um, no. customers but there are a ton of world docs on prem customers and a good handful of them still need an on-prem solution. You do. So, and I don't see, you know, I don't see one out there. iManage, if you contacted iManage today, they're pushing everybody to their mm-hmm. cloud solution. They are. They are. They are. Yeah, it's, it's, um, there's also apprehensiveness too. I mean, some firms just are very apprehensive still to this day, believe it or not. Um, and, and that's okay. You know, we can't tell them they have to be comfortable. It's their, it's their decision. You know, that, that is the one scare for me is that when, when the on-premise applications start to dwindle, you know, I, I don't mind consolidation in the industry, but I do like that choice between on-prem and SaaS, uh, for our customers. So let's talk about, let's move on though. Cause I, we're, I, you know, we got to respect time here. I want to give lots of time to the most frequent active act merger of the of lawyerist with affinity consulting. Congratulations first. That's awesome. Thanks. I'm excited about it. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, you know, um, we have a lot of clients who, uh, that are small and small firms, small and solo. In fact, you know, I think somewhere around 90% of the firms in the United States are, you know, have less than 50 50 users. So that has always been a, a big market of ours. And as we've grown, a lot of our clients reach out to us and say, you know, are, are, you know, are we, you, are we too small? 
for for affinity and we're like absolutely not like they're they've always been a priority of ours and i think the the the, the merger really demonstrates that that commitment to the solo small firm market because that is their that has always been their market and they've always been able to do things that we haven't been able to accomplish at affinity and so um you know stephanie everett and aaron street are are brilliant brilliant mm-hmm. um people and they have they're they're super creative they're they're you know they they're they problem solve but you know their lawyerist lab their and their solutions and their coaching that they have provided and the services they provide to small firms i think really complement what we do and so um we you know we're still we're keeping the branding mm-hmm. of the affinity branding and the lawyerist branding but we are clearly under one umbrella and we are um we are figuring out ways to really help each other in our in our day-to-day operations. Yeah. So, you know, for instance, they do they do this amazing they provide this amazing coaching service and um and you know one of my passions is time management. Oh yeah. And so I'm going to I'm going to help um them and join uh part of their team in providing time management coaching to really enhance that service, mm-hmm. right? So there are a lot of complementary things that we can do for each other, but we're, you know, we're super excited. It was an enormous amount of work over the last, almost the last year to make it happen. Wow. It's been in the works for a year. That's incredible. That's incredible. You guys kept it a good secret. Fantastic. I love it. Yeah. I'm, you know, I also, I like one interesting element of this and you don't see it enough. It's the, uh, you know, forgive me. I don't mean to insult anybody, the girl power aspect of it. Right. You know, Debbie um, seems to be in heavily involved with this and their leadership over the, the lawyerist. That's a, that's great. That is just, you just can't do better in that. Yeah. You know, Debbie Foster is one of the most brilliant people oh I have ever met. And, you know, she has been, she's been our leader at Affinity um, since the merger. And it was funny because in the early days we're like, well, you know, she said, you know, I, you know, I'll, I'll be the managing partner and, you know, we'll do it for two years and then we'll rotate somebody off. And then it just, it became evident that, that she was the, she was the right choice for the long term. And, you know, and, and she, she leads us and really pushes us into, you know, Baron and I tend to be a little bit more conservative about business decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, she pushes us beyond our comfort level into these spaces like the lawyerless, the lawyerist uh, merger. And then, you know, and Stephanie Everett, she, I've, I've, I've had respect for her for many, yeah. many years. And she, you know, and I love, I love those two. Like those two are kind of, we look at those two, like they're at the realm. And I love that, you know, the girl power is absolutely I, true. I just can't they're, wait to see what they come up with. I they're forces. They are forces yeah. in the industry. You know, there's no question. They have an aura about the two of them. And, you know, I, I'll tell you this. I don't know if you know it or not. So I'm in uh, San Francisco for an ALA. I'm presenting an ALA event, uh, Association Legal Administrators event. Debbie's presenting. I think we actually presented almost like back to back. And uh, I stay. I hung out for hers. She came for mine. And uh, she was just She rocks on the stage, by the way. You you all do. And so 
um, it was all over and we're kind of chatting and she said, what are you going to do? You want to go to lunch or something like that? I'm like, no, I'm going to run across the, uh, the, um, the, the, um, the <laughs> hold on. I remember I'm, this. Yeah. I'm running across the bridge. Right. You know, and, and it's escaped me the bridge name. Why am I not remembering the bridge name? Help me out. What's the bridge name? Golden Gate. Golden Gate Bridge. Thank you. I don't know why. I'm, I said, yeah, I'm going to go run across the bridge. Cause I love to run some of my favorite things to do. And she goes, can I go? And I'm like, absolutely you know so we ran across the bridge it was great it was great that's how much of a force she is. she's just like ready to go just you know what she was thinking lunch and you know I'm, and she just found something that was more powerful to her you know and she just did it it was fun that yep and she, you know she's not a runner she she no, i mean imagine. she she's a big pelotoner i believe yeah. like the the bike yeah. but yeah. that's the way she is she just she seeks out adventure and she seeks out new things. Yeah. I just, you know what we ran and, and it was, a, it was a, uh, it wasn't a run per se. It was a sightseeing run, you know, Hey, let's stop here and just kind of eyeball this. You know, she's, she just has, and we also <laughs> ask her about me falling down in front of the, uh, the painted <laughs> ladies houses from the, from the full house show. <laughs> I fell down in the mud. It was horrible. Oh, no. I digress. You have a book. What a great book. I bought it. Idiot me. I left it at home where I'd be holding it up right now. Imagine this is your book right here. Uh, Taming the Digital Chaos. So, you know, I, I did. I didn't read it. Page through it a lot. You know, thumb through it a whole lot because I wanted to want to know. But I want your take on some of some of the things in the book. Where did the inspiration come from? You know, your big time management guy. Tell us about your thoughts on why you needed to put this book out. Well, you know, I've always been a David Allen getting things done. Mm -hmm. person. GTD, GTD. Absolutely. And, you know, in the, in the, probably the early two thousands with all the CLE programs that I do, I was getting asked, Hey Paul, can you do an email management program? And, you know, the ironic thing about that is if you talk to Baron and Debbie, you would know in the year 2005, I was the absolute worst person in the world <laughs> at email management. You know, I had 30,000 emails in my inbox. Um, I was always so client focused that I would neglect my communication with them. And so, you know, so I'm like, absolutely, I'll put together uh, an email management because I personally, it was therapy for me. Yeah. Um, and then as it evolved, you know, I realized, you know, email management is about time management which is about task management and it's absolute time management malpractice not to talk about distraction management in the year 2023. Right. So yeah. I felt, um, I just, I, it's always been ever since doing that very first program, it's been a passion of mine. And then the pandemic hit, I'd always wanted to write a book, um, about time management. And then I had all the time in the world, with the lockdown. And so I actually finished the book that was like five years in the making wow. um, during COVID. That's awesome. And, and let me tell everybody, first off, the links at the bottom of the screen here. And if you're listening to the podcast, we'll make sure that the links are available in, in comments. Here's the thing. as It's not a hard read at all. It's a very easy read. I mean, it's not meant for, you know, rocket scientists or astrophysicists in any sense. It's very foundational. Would you agree? Is that how you yeah, I mean, 
Listen, I am not an academic rock. I did pretty well at school, but you know, the book is practical. And then, and that's one of the things that really bothered me. I love David Allen, but he didn't attack technology. Mm -hmm. And so he would say often, you know, there's wonderful tools out there like Outlook that can help you. And I'm like, well, how, how? Yep. And so, and that's and really the book is incredibly practical with step-by-step -step directions and screenshots about the theory, right? The methodology of time management, which is incredibly simple. You don't have to read a book that's this thick, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and then applying the technology to it as well, which requires a lot of upkeep because, yeah. you know, the tech changes, the software changes, new programs come about. And I'm a, I'm a, this year I'm releasing the second edition. Good for you. I was going to ask about that. Do we have something coming up? So real quick, I got the link in the bottom of the screen. Please don't try to write that down. Grab your phone and take a picture of it or catch it on the replay. But we will put the link in all of the, uh, all the places we can so that everyone has it. All right. So you've got something really exciting coming out on the ninth. You want to, you wanted to kind of talk about that? I, yeah. I don't want to tip the cards. Digital, my digital course. So um, one thing that came really clear in uh, with the with COVID was, you know, you could deliver a lot of a lot of learning through. Bring your mic up a little bit for me. Bring your mic up a little bit. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. You, you could deliver it. Yeah, you could deliver a lot of really high quality learning through bite size, um, really bite sized portions, right? And so we developed this digital course, which is really self serve and bite size, really small. The, the lessons are, you know, five, 10 minutes at the most. But the, dig the digital course that goes with the book, and you get the book with it, um, is, uh, is coming out on the 9th. So we're super excited about that. So there's a book with it as well. Yep, there's a book and a planner. So I have a That's daily planner that I developed as well that goes along with the book and the digital wow. course. Well, I'll have to, you know what? I'm going to hop on that. I want to point out though, that the, the, the website you gave Paul was not one I was used to. It's affinityinsight.com. Okay. Yeah. So by all means, pay attention to that again, screenshot it. We'll put it in the links everywhere. Um, you know, we got to close up here shortly. So really everyone pay attention to this last part, probably in my opinion, maybe one of the most valuable. I mean, everything's been pretty valuable, but this is coming right from Paul. So Paul, I'm going to ask, right? Do you have like maybe a top tip or two that you can give for, you know, time management and managing interruptions? You know, I would say stop trying to be a multitasking superhero. And that's Ooh. what, you know, we all try to be. The, the reality is the human brain doesn't multitask, we single task. And so, you know, following um, methodologies like Pomodoro, where we single task, we carve out more single tasking time as lawyers. Um, and anyone in the legal profession, you know, it's a hair on fire world, which is yeah. probably why I'm bald, but, um, you know, we have to, we have to dial it down. And, uh, and, and so, and, and related to that, I would say probably the, the second most important thing, if I were to have to, if you record me and say, just give me two yeah, things, yeah, I would yeah, say, yeah. I would say email, email management is kind of the monster, right? So with getting 150 emails a day, instead of leaving your inbox open, or Outlook open all day. Be more deliberate about when you check email yeah. and uh, and follow board Ds. So delete, do, delegate, delay. Uh, you know, pick five times, maybe a day that you check email, and then adjust it upward or downward based on your needs. You, you know, we have to be responsive to our clients and our colleagues. Um, but you know, follow the four Ds uh, where we try to touch the email once, and then we either delete, do, 
delegate, delay. And then when it falls in one of those four baskets, and I go into great detail in the book, obviously, but when it falls in one of those four baskets, those emails and all that communication landing in a place where we have processes in place to, to make sure that we're following up and nothing slips between the cracks. You know what? I don't let your email control your life. I, I agree with that. I agree with you completely. Well, listen, uh, we got to end the show. It's sad because I could go on for hours with you. Uh, real quick, everyone, if you're not a member on our LinkedIn group, uh, No Law From Left Behind, by all means, please go out there. Paul's a member. Thanks for being a member, Paul. Uh, we put all of our shows there. We put a lot of other other resources. There's a lot of professionals there that you can work with and collaborate with as well. So um, sorry about the URL. Can't do anything about it. That's LinkedIn. Please give us pretty URLs for our groups. Um, take a screenshot. We'll also put this in um, in our um, in in the, the comments of our show. If uh, if you haven't been getting the magazine, this is uh, Mike Rowe, everyone, you know, very important professional, uh, lots of great content in the magazine. So if you haven't gotten this month's magazine, PM me and I'll get you on the list so we can get you a copy of the magazine. And finally, if you're looking for our past shows, Debbie was on a past show. We've had some great guests in the past. No Law From Left Behind, splice.net forward slash No Law From Left Behind. Just uh, go there. We've got the podcast links and we've got the uh, live streams as well, as well there. So, Paul, I cannot say thank you enough for joining me today. Um, it was it, a pleasure to, get, to catch to up. Have, have, yeah, it was really good. We have to do this again. You know, I'd like to get a panel together. Would you be interested in something like that maybe next Absolutely. month? Absolutely. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. And, and and I think that we were talking about maybe having a few people from Affinity on sprinkled in throughout the year, too. So um, excited for that. Sounds so, great. Once again, thanks. Thanks a lot, Paul. Uh, everyone, thank you for joining again today. See you next week, 1030 Eastern time next Tuesday. Take care, everyone. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Paul.